When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh. And now, you're part of it. You're watching The Meta Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Meta Show. I am Brisk Rubal, joined alongside Mark Resurrectus. Today, today, today is January the 27th, 2024. Today is the anniversary, the 10th anniversary of one of the most storied battles in the history of EVE Online, BTEC R 5B. We are live from the memorial in BTEC R, showing it off to you people. One of the reasons why we're there is because obviously it's the 10th anniversary, but also I hope you guys have, if you've never been out to BTEC R, if you've never taken the trek out to the Titan, Titanomachy or whatever the hell it's called, the Titan Grimoire. Yes. It is pretty badass. And for those of us who were in the Clusterfuck Coalition, AKA the Imperium, Goonswarm, all of the boys back in the day, well, I wore this shirt because. It was a good day that day. We tech are. So was it congratulations to goons for their 10th anniversary of remembering when we beat the living piss out of PL and Manny and those guys in B tech are, but more importantly than that, we actually have a lot of news to talk about today. There's a ton of stuff going on in Eve online in the game, out of the game, around the game. And we have a guest with us. So I want to introduce to you all, Bear the Cares from Mimitar Fleet Alliance, who is going to talk to us today about Faction Warfare, about Mimitar's fighting with CVA in Providence, going from Faction Warfare to NullSec and all that jazz. But I wanted to let Mark say hi before we get into this, because I want to talk about all this stuff. Thank you. Hi, Mark. Thank you. you? Hello, Brisk. I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm feeling very chill today. I, I thought I'd change it up a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I had I had a lot of questions. So people are going to have some questions about this. I know that I did. I, mm-hmm. I feel there's almost like a something spiritually wrong with Brisker Ball in a white jacket. It just doesn't like. Yeah. You can you can imagine sometimes. What if it was like a like a tuxedo? Then I would be like a, oh, like a even drink, worse like dinner jacket. Yeah, no, I. That'd be bad. It 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 makes me feel like, you know how like um. You know, sometimes you're having a dream and like you're you're like, oh yeah, this is this is definitely real. And then you like kind of look across the way and you see something that's kind of weird and you're like, oh god, it's actually a nightmare. It's that's how I feel right now. This is it just doesn't look right to me. It's not. I know, that's why okay. I'm trying. I am trying. Okay. I'm trying to fuck with your head, Mark. That's really what this is. It's working. That's what. And it you is. got. It's even. I don't even know if it's. I don't know if you did something different to your hair too, because it's kind of like it's got like a swoop that maybe isn't too, quite it's there. It's too long. It's, it's just it's got the swoop because it's too long oh, today. Listen, I had a tie on earlier. Okay, I had a tie on. I had a I had a shirt on, and I put the white jacket on, and I walked downstairs, and I showed Mrs. Brisk, and she said, 
take that off. And I was like, the jacket <laughs> I like. No, she's like, no, the jacket looks great. Take off the shirt and the tie. Listen, man, this is a like, family show. We can't be talking about your wife asking to take off clothes. Okay. On the <laughs> Come Maybe. on. So, hey, there you go. So, anyway, that's what we did. Now, mm. moving on. Our top story of the week. I wanted we, we talked about this a little bit last week, and I wanted to get into it today. Thank you, Mrs. Briss. She says I look hot. She's the yeah, only I, one that matters. Well, her I and bet Satan's. She does. The rest of you guys I don't care about. So, thank uh-huh. you. Now, we talked about this last week. If you guys have been paying attention to Reddit, if you've been paying attention just in general in the game, you'll notice that there's not a whole hell of a lot going on other than the typical slap fights between the big guys that we always talk about. Now, Dragon Zero, that thing, we couldn't do a top story of PandaFam doesn't form because that is that is so common that it's not even news anymore. That's not news. Jesus Christ. And we have a story. We'll, we'll get into Nullsec Power Hour later to talk about Horde and, and, and Gobbins' later, latest attempts to extort some of the smaller alliances in the Southeast. But before we get there, I want to talk about the, the only thing that I think has been actually fun Interesting. On Reddit and everything and, and in the yeah. game in the last month or two, and that has been Fleet, Mimitar Fleet, and the fights with CVA, and the fact that finally somebody is putting out some real propaganda that doesn't suck. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm having a great time look, laughing at this stuff. It's amazing. Bear the cares. Thank you we like for the game. doing this. We like the game. We like the game. That's it. And I love it. Not only are you a bear that cares, you're a bear that cares that has a bear on the wall behind him. This is the kind of meta play that I'm That's, all about. That is actually very good. That's thematically appropriate. Now, Bear, I, 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 I'm curious, and we're going to lead into this, but I, I want the people, because there are going to be plenty of people here who, um, you know, maybe have heard of Mimitar Fleet, or maybe have heard about, you know, your your ongoing campaign to make Eve interesting again. Um, but maybe maybe the people don't quite know who you are. So, Bear, what, what's uh, what's your story? Where'd you come from? What you how'd you how'd you get your your get started here? Yeah, so I'm Bear that cares. Some people call me Mister that cares when I get mails in game. So uh-huh. Mister that cares to, to most people in in high second. I assume Mister that cares is your father. Yeah, uh, that that is. I am I'm Mister that cares right. the second. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Of course, but um, I'm not his father, yeah. by the way. I know you people are acting like he's very young looking, but he is not my kid. Just he's just got youthful yeah. energy. I'm so. a crisp late twenties, uh, but I do have a baby face when I shave. So I but, yeah, um, started out in low sec, null sec, and mm-hmm. was in slice for a while. Did try for a bit, then ran cryptid, which was a, a wormhole lines where I met you and yes. uh, the homies in wormhole space. Uh, wormholes got a little stale after all the eviction fun for like two years, and uh, I quit. That was Mark's fault, wasn't it? It was it's, not my fault. Mark, you, you why, why are why are wormholes stale? Why are guys leaving wormholes for faction warfare? Listen, is this fault? is a long time ago. Okay. He he's he's right. underselling it. His so his group, Cryptid Gaming, was one of the premier wormhole PvP alliances of the time, competing alongside like. You know, Hawks and Cindy and uh, Hole Control and all the other names that were relevant at the time. Um, maybe not HK because, you know, HK. Uh, yeah. But no, they were, oh, we they, killed they, HK. they were legit, man. They were big ballers. Um, but yeah, after that, quit the game for a little bit because uh, Wormholes burned me out because they're, they're pretty tough. And then now I'm back with the Uprising, making Faction Warfare fun with all the homies. 
Wormhole Society folks came and, and we started the Rotini Tribe, the Rat Game. And, the Rat uh, Game, it's baby. It's been fun. <laughs> it's been fun so far. <laughs> so tell me about Minmatar Fleet Alliance. How did you guys get started? Were you there from the beginning? And it, I mean, when I'm looking at at at, at, at Dotland and, and at the group, obviously, you know, you guys are in the Rotini Tribe, 317. You got a lot of numbers. One of the most storied groups in all of EVE Online history, right here, Black Omega Security. They've been everywhere. Suaz's yeah. own group. They've been everywhere. They've been in PL. They've been in Test. They've been in Circle of Two. They're in Mercenary Coalition. They were in Goons. They've been everywhere. Having them involved is kind of cool. So tell me about tell me about Fleet. Yeah, so Rotini Tribe started out, and uh, we were kind of trying to rebuild Mimitar Militia up a bit, and we joined a couple alliances, and people, you know, it, it just, they weren't good alliances, so... Even though I said I'd never run an alliance again, we ended up starting out Mimitar Fleet. Uh, I'm the ex executor, like the main FC, so yeah, I, I put it together. And uh, Ibn is a good friend from Slice, and uh, he likes the game too and, and wanted to come back. So eventually he brought Omega over once he became CEO of, of, of Black Omega. And it's been love at first sight. And now we got a couple uh, other cool groups like uh, Balls Deep Inc., who are like... Uh, Tengu specialists oh, yeah. <laughs> with nice. the, the slippery peats. But um, yeah, it, it kind of just formed out of necessity. Um, most of the alliances in Mimitar Militia just weren't doing it for us. So we bit the bullet. Oh, yeah. 157 members is pretty solid, I have to say, for yeah, we gotta, any group, we gotta regardless of whether that. it's faction warfare. So. <laughs> and not to understate it either, you guys effectively immediately turned the tide of the Minmatar amar war zone like almost within just what, like a, a month or two right like things have changed pretty dramatically in that space yeah the map is uh not looking too great for amar since we we showed up um and, and got a little bit organized and we've kind of run out of amar targets uh, like serious amar alliances outside of edict those those are some homies that are trying to rebuild the amar mm -hmm. militia but uh since then we've had to move on to other content and, and trying to find other fun in the game because faction warfare is kind of at a, a trough. So oh, man, it's actually worse than I thought it was. Jesus. Tiny. There ain't that yeah. money in them left. Yeah. Down yeah, there bad. in the Mar. That's so. So how did that happen? I mean, what, what was the issue with Amar? It sounded to me like they just didn't have the kind of, of momentum that you guys had. Obviously, Cowmel is number one. They have been for a while. But they get accused of being nothing but farmers all the time. And the cow mill, gal mill thing has been a big fight, but Minmatar, you guys have been focusing on the PVP stuff. It looks like more to me than any of the PVE stuff. And Amar just kind of fell apart. What, what happened there? Do you know? Yeah. I mean, the biggest crux for Amar was they never got along. Most of the alliances and Amar actually hated each other and kind of just fought. And, um, you know, as alliances started closing, they, they kept jumping ship and going one-to-one -one and, uh, Eventually, if, if you've, you've got a bunch of internal drama and you're facing uh, groups that are beating you, um, something's going to crack. So yeah, that I, doesn't I think help. that's ultimately what happened. Yeah. yeah. I hate fighting next to the guy and we're losing. So, yeah, that, that's not always <laughs> yeah. the best for morale, let me tell you. Let me ask you a question, too, Beer, because the one of the things that stick that is going to stick or has stuck out about your guys' uh, renewed efforts to, you know, not just build up the, the war zone, and the the player base there but also build up your own alliance um the 
the efforts that you guys have put into like branding yourselves. I mean, it, there's no secret that there is like, like branding is competitive on its own, right? Like there are groups in this game who have lasted as long as they have uh, because they have just spectacular branding. Um, as something of a branding slut myself, uh, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are. I mean, the Mimitar fleet logo is dramatic. It's evocative. It's, it's strong. Uh, and you've used that same kind of, you know, the same uh, styling for a lot of your other um, alt logos and the industrial Alliance and everything like that. What, what is it in your mind that is so compelling to people uh, about having that kind of unique identity that is so strong? Yeah, I mean, like to me, I play you for the story. Like the Killmos are cool, um, but especially after Wormhole Space, this is really the story that groups tell and, and whatnot. And mm. um, you know, a story is is a lot more fun when you kind of have a brand behind you. So you know, we have a style guide of of colors that we oh, yeah. use for our logos, and um, you know, we get in Canva. We have lots of icons, lots of logos, and and put a lot of effort into it, mostly because. Um, you know, part of our group is we like people to flex their real life skills so that they can like, just like have fun and, and do what they enjoy. And, uh, we got a lot of graphic designers, a lot of, uh, video makers, a lot of software engineers that like to build things and, yeah. um, putting a lot of effort towards a brand is, is kind of just a fun thing for something you're passionate about. So you're telling me that there's value in finding smart, intelligent, creative people and putting them in positions where they can, uh, be intelligent and creative has value to, to, you know, when building large groups of people say it ain't so. <laughs> I think it's just fun. I think yeah. it, it lets everyone express themselves and yeah, you know, we're all here to play the game. So hell yeah. I mean, I have to give you guys credit because I've been, I was throwing some stuff on the screen there to show the propaganda that has been coming out of fleet for the last I want to say two or three months has been off the chain. Good. Like so good. These videos, the, all the newspapers, all of the different, the, the, the various recruiting posters, all that kind of stuff. It's just awesome. You guys are doing a great job. I love that part of the game. Not everybody does. And we were talking before the show about you guys picking on Amar and how they wouldn't, I mean, Talk about that a little bit, because that, that to me is funny. Like, when you throw good propaganda up, you're inviting the other side to come back uh, over the top at you. And if they don't, it's kind of sad. And it looks like Amar never did that. Yeah, I mean, one of our biggest kind of values is Eve's a two-way street. So there's there's a one side and the other side, and it's only fun if, if both sides are playing with each other. And it's 50-50 games. So especially from propaganda, if... Uh, very often we've been the only ones posting propaganda. Luckily, some eating groups are, are, are posting good stuff. Um, but there have been cases where we've had to post propaganda against ourselves to kind of <laughs> stoke the fire. And, um, you know, some of the, the best to mark propaganda is actually us. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, all right. So you guys did Faction Warfare for a long time. It starts to peter out. Amar is falling apart. They hate each other. They're losing. They don't want to fight you anymore. So what do you do? What's next? Yeah, so we muddled this over for a long time, uh, mostly because we're a U.S. time zone group. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the States, obviously. So um, it, was, it was really tough finding a U.S. target in our sphere of influence, mostly because um, 
a lot of people know deep water hooligans they're they're we are under the influence a sphere of influence yeah. of that group so most u.s time zone groups uh just don't fight them we're the only ones that kind of will and um but yeah we we had to look for our next target we've had a lot of fun with cva they're enlisted in amar you know that that helps our propaganda story and we can weave a, a cool story of like that's enjoyable for both sides from that and uh they're also four gems from the war zone going through the high six a little bit hard, but uh, we, we can tighten bridge into it. But um, so CBO was our, our kind of next natural target and we declared war on Providence. Um, and it's been fun so far. Do you have to go through a Mar high sec to get there? Yeah, it's actually really, really Bro, brutal. that listen. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. This is, I, this is compelling. I am so fucking agitated about the Amar gate rats. Like this has happened to me several times recently and it's because I, I, I took it among myself. I mean, usually, you know, it's very easy to get, to get around space through wormholes. It's fine. Sometimes you have to leave and you have to travel through, you know, high sec or low sec to get wherever you want to go. No big deal. In Kaldari space, Galente space, Mimitar space, it's fine. But Amar gate rats, what the fuck are they doing? They point on the gate. The Kaldari rats will web you into warp. That's awesome. Like, thank you, Kaldari faction cops, for helping me travel swiftly from one gate to another. But the Amargrat's like, ah, no, 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 we're going to point first. What the fuck is that? Like, why, why are they the only ones who do that? It doesn't make any sense. They don't like you in particular, Mark. That's it's not just me, Brisk. <laughs> it's a lot of people. Sorry. They don't I, like any of us. They, no. they don't like any of our, our members. And, you know, what I don't like is the, the more people you jump in, the harder it scales. So yeah, you eventually just can't fight the rats. Um, you can't use the drone trick at our size. And it's really, really brutal. Hopefully... CCP, change it, fix it, yeah, we're gonna, content. We're going to talk about that shit. It, <laughs> it pisses me off so much, man. Like, I I, I nearly fed uh, uh, half of my own Lashax the other day because I jumped in and half of them were fucking below 2.0 and the Amara rats are like, ah, no, no, no. No, no, stay right here. I did not I like I fed it. an entire Slepner fleet. We were coming back from Pravi. Mm -hmm. They were red. I thought they were Amar. And yeah. we were like, ah, oh, kill them because they're going to tackle us. Turns out they were just red, concorded. Yeah. Whole yeah. slept in their fleet, just lanced. Yeah, not great. <laughs> not ideal. You know, uh, Mark, when I was on the CSM and we were having trouble with oh the constant God. gate rats that were messing with everything, I successfully lobbied CCP to get rid of those gate rats. What are you doing about it? Listen, I I am not... I'm just saying. I'm not officially a representative of LOSEC, although I have been happy and willing to voice their concerns in this area and maybe i need to do that but i didn't really yeah, realize do, it was... stop, stop it stop stop with this bullshit okay i didn't realize i'm gonna lecture you now i'm gonna it's lecture you now me. you just invited a brisk lecture you're gonna pretend this is rampage incorporated i'm gonna yell at you listen Lord help me you don't represent just the fucking wormholes you represent the whole goddamn game so if I mean that's who votes for you. You got people that vote yeah. for you that weren't in uh, wormholes. You don't have to just be the damn wormhole CSM. Correction, I had sedition vote for me, and those you guys had more than that. Ballers. There were other people. You don't even know who voted for your ass. Shout I even voted for your puke. ass. What Do you even boy? like this game, Mark? Huh? How dare you? I like the free trip to Iceland. What? How dare you? Oh, okay. Unbelievable. <laughs> Fucking wild. Mark Mark did get us more office slots in the stations. I remember bitching yes. about that. Yes. I did that and I did something for 
uh tamoxa one time too i can't remember what it was but listen we we do work we, we try and okay we try right, and help listen, things okay if you don't like the gate rats you have every tool available to get them to fix it yeah we'll work i on. know because i did i do wonder if it's like a if it was a if it's a specific design thing or if it's just an oversight like i don't know why it's just the mr rats that point on gates and they don't web first this sounds like something aurora could probably tell you or maybe do they not have webs in the mr faction like do they not have they not discovered that tech yet i mean it's they don't want to web you into warp they're smarter than the caldari guys yeah. they want to keep you on grid so they can well, shoot you. hang on i don't know about not that not enough mid slots not enough mid slots Ex right? honestly exactly that might be what true. it is that may be true that's, that's so exactly funny. what it is right yeah so all right fair enough so bear i have to i have to notice when i was looking at the kill board you guys have been running uh eni's quite a bit oh yeah this this has just been like a thing. When did they become so fucking good? They're like, so why good. is that now? That, that I can't they believe that so the meta bad. has shifted. Yeah, for the longest time, they were logic ships. That's all you used them for. When did the E and I get to be so good? Uh, I think with just uprising, you know, it's it's the E and I's time to shine. Nothing else gets to shine. Osprey Navy is still pretty good, but uh, everything kind of does need a little pass on the Navy cruiser. I like yeah. the you know it's really fun it, it fights really well in the battle cruisers it's, it's great but it's really spammy for sure that's kind of just it, what it has now. become the new munin unfortunately um but hey you know at the end of the day it's a different ship i, I don't mind it when we get new ships in the meta that are fun to try out because i mean sure in a couple months everybody's gonna be bored oh i'm so tired of flying these but at least for me i like it it's kind of cool but i did notice that you guys were using them and i'm i'm just excited because we, we when we do defense fleets in Delve, almost invariably, if the fleet has more than ten people in it coming to us, it's an E and I fleet. Like mm -hmm. that's just yeah. how it is. So, anyway, we so you started, started the loading, fight. Oh. Go ahead. No, keep going. You go ahead. I was gonna say we started loading antimatter and just ramming. Hell yeah, that's <laughs> it. Hell yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about, bro. Go. Just, I like just brawl, it, baby. Just brawl. I wish alligators were the new meta. That would be fun. I'll bring my 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 uh, camouflage Drake now. One of the things I saw that you guys have been criticized for is feeding caps a lot. I'm excited to, by the fact that a what I would argue someone would be has like the a, cojones. Well, the drop medium caps. sized alliance is willing to to Got drop caps nuts. on deepwater hooligans and snuffed out. Like that's You're pretty, goddamn right. That's pretty badass. Like yeah, it is. You guys are are really uh, taking it. I appreciate that. Can you talk a little bit about? Uh, hey, the question caps? he's trying to ask Bear is, how do you walk down the street with right with that balls big? that big? Right. How yeah, that's do? what I want to. That's what I want to know. Yeah, so, the cajones. How do you? How do you? Cajones. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I mean the thing about building a capital fleet uh, at our size is you have to use the capitals. Um, unfortunately, there are a few targets that we can let them rip to, and uh, those just happen to be like stuff in big AV. So. Uh, if, if you want to always win cap fights, you have to join those groups, but we had to fill some kind of niche so that we can start getting our capital group up and, and you know, our, our focus is just, all right, you're joining the cap group. Here's how you make the ISK. Let's mm -hmm. just fucking let it rip every time. Let's, good, and um, they don't stop. Like, I'll be like, all right, guys, I've had enough. Let's stand down. They're like 30 dreads X up. It's like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do, I was going to ask too, you know, this is, and it's not really the elephant in the room because it's kind of what, what is understood about that space, but, um, being in the Mimitar war zone, being in Mimitar space, being so close to Turner, 
inevitably, the question becomes groups that are the size of Big Ab uh, are is is that healthy for the game? Is that you know oppressive for the game? I'm sure the the good people of Big Ab probably have their own very strong opinion about this. But I mean, it's just like any smaller group that that works in and around larger groups. Do you feel like the game is currently um, set up in such a way that the mechanics allow for groups to operate around bigger groups, or do you feel like it is uh, you're under constant pressure to be at your absolute peak or feed immensely the moment those groups get involved? Yeah, I mean, like we trade pretty decently against them sometimes. Um, the the most notable BR I think was like thirty bill to seventy bill, and, mm -hmm. and we're a lot more uh, I'd say active day to day than a lot of those groups because sure. you know they ping bringing the dreads. Um, so we have the is the burn um, mostly through plexing and playing the game, but um, you know groups that size are always going to form. It gives a group like us a uh, a target. Uh, long term to to what we can eventually grow up and fight um, through our cert. We we run like content servers just to make sure what we're doing is what our people want. Sure. And by far the the most enjoyable thing people have is is fighting up against like big AB and, and groups like this. Even if we're not winning, because yeah, no one else is doing it. Yeah. One go. more question. Speaking of having the money to burn, let's talk very briefly, Bear, about LP trading. And the <laughs> fact that it currently does not exist. What is we your as, this last time as a content creator, as an executor, as an FC in low sec, how has your day to day been affected by the fact that that CCP so brazenly stripped us of the ability to trade LP between players and organizations? I don't do any of that because we have a conversion team for that. Shout out to Eric. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. I know. <laughs> I know his job has gotten way, way harder, um, uh -huh. but he uh, he took the opportunity to go pitch on that Oz Shark Tank thing and get mm -hmm. like a huge liquid and build a big LP buyback program. And, you know, tons of people are now converting LP, but um, I know direct transfers are helpful, I guess. Um, but I, I definitely don't interact with a lot of that anymore because yeah. it's too much. It's like full disclosure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full disclosure. Well, I wanted to set puke off in, in Twitch chat, which has, which has no, worked. But puke is hundred percent correct. And this is why I get frustrated. Like, and man, I'll rant on his behalf. This was supposed to be temporary. It's been a fucking month. Yeah. Okay. It's been, more it's been a, month. a month. CCP says it's temporary. The reason why we can't do it is because, you know, we want to be able to track this. We're going to shut it off for a little while. Then we'll give it back. It's been a month. Yeah. We know how much these groups are generating now without trading we know that it's been a month they've got the data and the impact it's not just on faction warfare it's on everybody everybody uses lp trading and not only that when you're they're trying to get us to use these damn evermarks to go out and and to 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 skin up all of these ships that they're going to be putting out soon skin up get the evermarks to skin up all of these structures we can't trade Evermarks between groups now. So how the hell are we supposed to do that? It doesn't make any sense. This was temporary. Temporary. That means yeah. it stops at some point. It's yeah, been Terry, a month. Terry Fix this shit. Makes an important point in, in chat. Nothing lasts longer than a, than a temporary fix from CCP. That is 100% correct. <laughs> That's some real shit, man. Right. Just, just say, look, we're working on it. It'll be done. 
When? In a month? In two months? In three months? Listen, I know it was December. I know. They just launched the expansion. Everybody goes on vacation. And CCP is the greatest company in the world. You get 12 holidays a year, and each holiday you get a month off. Okay? We know how they are. We know how they are. All right? But it's January now. It's almost February. Next week will be February. It's been a month. Let's get it. Let's get it done. Turn the shit back on, please. Or, or just, just say something. Just say something. Or I mean, just mention the, it. Just say, oh, yeah. yeah, by the way, I remember, yeah, we told you it was temporary. We're turning the stuff off. Now, I, if if my dear friend Isabella is watching this, she would be the quickest and first to remind me that seven years ago, I believe it was, maybe six, maybe it was six years ago, they said they, they changed ECM completely and made it so that you could target back whoever is ECM jamming you and mm-hmm. said, we're going to do a, a balance pass on these ships uh, soon. And they haven't done it yet. So six years is, I mean, five, six years, it could, it could be, it could be a while, but I'm telling you, this is, this is kind of game breaking. They need to get this done. I think there's a lot of wealth generation that's being hung up. And if they have a problem with the amount of LP that's being created, then Okay. You can always tweak it. That's the whole point of yeah. doing the things that you do. You create these uh, faucets and sinks. You can create new faucets and sinks. It's not that hard. All right. Five years to get LP taxes and transfers. Tons of content. And now, well, we got to wait till they turn it back on. Not okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So back to Providence. Bear. Have the Provi guys used any caps against you, or are they just using battleship stuff? Like, what what is what does Providence look like right now? Is it just CVA? How is how, have you guys decided? Are you going to move there? What's what's the state of the of the war as it stands right now? Because it seems like it's starting to get a little heated. I had your post up here. I was looking through uh, that you put up a couple days ago that was talking about just an update on the war and how. They used to be saying nice things about you guys, but they only say nice things about the other side when you're beating them. And now they're not saying nice things about you anymore. So that's a good sign. So what's happening? I mean, what what's what's the what's what's your end goal here besides content? I mean, obviously the content's the thing, but how do you expect or how do you plan on keeping this fresh? Yeah, so we've been fighting out pretty hard outnumbered since day one. Um, the, the, the way that we were doing that at the start was to utilize like faxes and uh, some hodreds and, and caps. Um, it's got, they started using caps um, and also snuff is now in range and, and snuff will help them out, which has hampered our ability to kind of use caps. So in that post, I think you're referencing, um, we've had to kind of shift our strategy to very attrition based, good fights. Let's like how we fight on outnumbers out and skirmish with these like faction cruisers, faction battle cruisers. And, and so far it's been kind of pretty good long-term. Um, this, this is very much, uh, this is the closest target and this is how we grow, right? We fight a target that's bigger than us. We recruit more, we train our guys to fight better. And that's our purpose for existing as an alliance. Otherwise mm-hmm. we die. Um, so eventually I'm sure we're going to outgrow them. We get like 60 apps a month. So eventually it's going to outpace it and, uh, we will win and then we'll have to find a new target, I guess. Um, and ideally, uh, I don't know if you saw the scrotum drawing, but we want the Pravi scrotum. <laughs> I saw, I did see that. I got to find, I had it somewhere, but That's I don't know what so I left it. <laughs> Do yeah, you, I mean, 
I, I I'm curious to you because you, because you mentioned how uh you know activity causes you to um you know activity influences which is true for everybody activity influences recruiting do you feel like your um you know you are recruiting now at a higher level than you have been over the last couple months or do you feel like things have started to kind of even out well we've always kind of done really big pushes um like the propaganda is not for brainwashing it's definitely for recruitment every yeah. time we post propaganda we get people to join our discord people like us a little bit more so it's very much a recruitment strategy and, and a brand that's why strategy. i'm on this show so i yeah, yeah i totally understand <laughs> yeah right How's, how's that worked um, out for you though, Mark? You got, I mean, I guess you got Mifune, so you got one. My boy, my son. You got one. Anyway. But yeah, got to grow or die. And uh, it would kind of just be a disservice to to all the folks flying in fleet if, if we just got lazy and, and died. <laughs> right on. So, all right. So I was looking at this, this in particular, this propaganda piece that you guys did, the 20 days in with your contract sold and how many you've killed and how many of your friends have killed and all this other kind of stuff that kind of pissed them off a little bit. And they came back over the top at you guys and said, Oh, you're lying. They're lying about it. Look at this. Look what the uh, we're lying. Look at this is the real numbers. Well, if this would zoom in a little bit, there you go. The real numbers, they, they didn't get nearly as we're almost exactly the same. They didn't get nearly as many. What do you guys have to say to that? Uh, I mean, I'm happy to do better queries. Um, I usually do these like 30 minutes before work, so they're not a hundred percent accurate, but it's as accurate as I can try to get. <laughs> that also was a breakdown of like all of Providence. So I think they just like pulled our alliance or something. They're like, oh, girl, please. Just you two to heads uh -huh. up instead of everything. Right. So is yeah. CVA doing what they normally do with Providence? Do they have all of their friends? Are they bad phoning all of their friends to come help you fight against you guys? Yeah, we're fighting like we're RMC, Absolute Order, some high sick people, and and all that. So and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, a lot of alliances have been coming to deploy and get content though, which is kind of also why we're pushing a lot of propaganda because it shows how much content there is, and eventually people will come bite and raid. <laughs> so I liked I liked this. So they came up with this one. You guys had done had done this piece of propaganda. Where is it? Let me this one. Where you after fifteen years, I finally found the scroll of truth. Snuff pets aren't real alliances, and then you know, like it's, snuffs in the background saying, "No, I think you're real. Just keep farming isk." And they got <laughs> upset. So then they respond with their version of it, which I thought was cute. Which was, being a Chad in faction warfare means shit and null. At least they acknowledged that you guys are Chads. In faction just warfare. to That's set the record cool. straight they did post theirs first and oh, i was their first okay all right so it's the other way around all right got it yeah got it. and where it's okay. like oh to me um i always like going to reddit and i'll see like one thing one meme and then kind of like a back-to-back -back meme and uh -huh. i thought it would just be better if they're right under each other or something yeah. so we made that one i liked it very good i have to say they did this this was a piece of cva propaganda that i saw and if there was ever a situation where like, I was like, man, I kind of like CVA. I kind of like fleet. Who do I want to win this? This they one definitely enroll. made me want to want to go with you guys because it fucking spelled enroll wrong. Is that a joke? Hello? Hello? No. I mean, it's got to be a joke, right? I mean, I hope it's a joke, but it's no. like, come on. It's a weird joke. They've been putting less and less effort in, I guess. I don't uh -huh. know. Maybe we're wearing them down. 
That just <laughs> it's just so bad. I'm just saying. Anyway, so at the end of the day, yeah, because of this piece of propaganda, I'm 100 percent in, in on fleet side for this. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you, thank anyway, you. So there you Naturally. go. All right. So I'm happy. To, I mean, it makes me feel like you know the game is is in a pretty good place when we've got not only do we have you know a lot of oh I forgot I before I even start do my wrapping up thing I got to give them credit this was my favorite piece of propaganda that these guys did they did a fleet to English translation this one was very good which I thought was, was really great good. and the main reason yeah. I liked it was they used like Excel like a spreadsheet it's like a spreadsheet in Reddit. I know. We need more of this. That's next level, man. This is this is a legit. Yeah, and I think one of my comments, right? We need more propaganda that uses tables. Was me, and I was very excited that they they actually did this. This is very good. So I will link it. Yeah, here's the link. Um, yeah, that one ended up going crazy, like tons of comments and people going crazy, and then I guess the yeah, propaganda got saltier, but mm. it, it never stops. It never stops. So. What I'd like to say is I love the fact that you guys started out in Faction Warfare. You ran that and you're, you're, I mean, you're, sounds to me like a lot of the, the things that I've heard in terms of complaints, that's not a word battle angel, is that they, that there were, it's very hard to be a mid-sized alliance anymore in EVE, especially in NullSec, that it, you have to do a lot of work and, and you're always going to get pushed around by the big guys and it caused to be a problem. But you guys basically said, that's bullshit. We love the game. I mean, your tagline is we like the game. That kind of optimistic attitude to me is great because God knows we don't hear that a lot mm. in Null. Most of it's like, man, we fucking hate this game, but we can't stop playing it. But you guys, well, all right. I mean, I'll tell you, the thing that's, I think, the most exciting is that you guys were not willing to just rest on your laurels, right? Like, clearly having a lot of success in the war zone was great. For your group, for your guys, you know, very, you know, a lot of fun. Um, but it's it would be very easy, I think, for a lesser group to get to that point and be like, all right, cool, we've reached the, you know, the peak of shit mountain, and now we're done. You know, there's nothing right. else for us to do. Uh, so then going ahead and saying, well, what's the next? What is the next thing? Like, what what can we do now? Uh, and then doing that thing is is such a gangster move. So that's that's very cool. Appreciate it. Appreciate oh, yeah. it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to move now into the NullSec Power Hour. I want to talk about this stuff because, well, you know, we actually, you know what? Let's do this real quick. No, I'm going to do NullSec first, then we'll weigh in the show with the with the with the CCP stuff. There was a little bit of a, of a dust up between Asher and and Gobbins, although Gobbins never actually responds himself. He only responds through his uh, sycophants like Sandrin. But I wanted to talk a little bit about. What happened in regards to the Southeast Agreement here? So we're going to hit the button and go into the NullSec Power Hour. So Asher put this post up like yesterday, and it stayed at the top for quite a long time, generated a ton of comments, almost 500 comments from people. Mm-hmm. They're just and essentially... This is the I usually put a podcast on during this part. So if you want to, yeah, 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 that's just, it. You can put something else. But this is a good. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, this just, is interesting. Okay. Yeah. So Asher points out here that over the last couple of weeks, he's been approached by a number of the groups in the Southeast Agreement that they have been approached by Gobbins. And what has Gobbins said? Gobbins has said essentially 
that will let you keep your space if you're never friends with goons, never blew any Imperium groups, and you let Horde put an Ansel Blood Jump uh, Gate network through your space. Now, how do we know that this? So, 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 so today, the, the the latest argument from Horde is that this never actually happened. Asher's just making this up. But the only reason we knew that this was a thing was because the groups that Gobbins was trying to extort came to us and asked us, "Hey, do you guys have a counteroffer?" And I appreciate the fact that what Asher told them, and it's on the screen, and I'll read it, is he doesn't believe in a null sec, bipolar null sec. He doesn't think there should only be two powers, and there's plenty of space in NullSec for the other groups. So if they need to bend the knee to survive, go ahead, but we're not interested in playing this game where everybody has to either be in the Imperium or in Pandafam or essentially in the sphere of influence of those two groups. You know, you don't have to be in NATO. You don't have to be in the Warsaw Pact. You can do your own thing, and that's kind of what we were, we, our, our goal is and what we would like to see. The whole reason for doing the Southeast Agreement was so that we could get these middle and small-sized alliances, groups like Fleet and others, leave them the fuck alone. We got no problems with these guys. They're doing their thing. So why does Gobbins feel the need to have to make everything into this big bipolar thing? I don't understand it. But... I love the fact that today, that that in response to this, the argument is, so which Southeast alliances did Gobbins gang press into Ansiblex access? And there, he says, well, not any of those groups that are bordering Horde. They're essentially trying to argue that this never actually happened. That, to me, is absolutely hilarious. Now, could we say who came and talked to us? Sure. But why would we do that? Because... Asher, I mean, I got to give Asher credit. He puts this post up basically saying it to everybody, saying, look, we're not doing this. But I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you that the minute that this post went up, every group that Gavin's talked to, he went back to and said, I know you sold me out to Asher. So we're not, of course, we're not going to be able to tell you who came, who came and asked us stuff because we don't want to put those groups in a worse position than they already are in. We're not asking Horde to attack those guys. We just want them left alone. And that's what we're going to do. Leave them alone. And I love the fact that Asher points this out because this is exactly what I was noting last week on the show. He says, if PanFam wants to control the entire map, I wish them good luck. We tried it a long time ago. It was very unfun. It's also bad for the game. You can live in a handful of regions. You can have very dense space and still do quite well. Since Horde usually is just goons minus five years of growth, I'm hopeful those guys will realize it sometime around 2029. That's entirely correct. Because every group, every group that has tried to take over the entire map, whether it was us, whether it was Bob, you know, whether if Gobbins comes out next week and, and announces a new Viceroy program, I think we're all going to laugh the bottom line is it doesn't work. Why? Because this game is too big and you will burn your people out if you have a ton of space that no one gives a shit about that you have to go and defend. People are going to look around and be like, why are we defending this space? It's stupid. Nobody gives a shit. And then what happens? Well, 
what happens if they actually manage to win? What happens if we roll over and we're like, ah, we don't care about it anymore. You guys can take over the whole server. Then what? Then you've got serenity. Does anybody want that? I don't want that. Well, I'll tell you, Brisk, I, you know, looking at the situation, it really does seem like there's one very simple, um, very Don't you fucking say it. Very it. easy solution to this problem that would resolve all of your issues for everyone Don't from both sides. It. And that would be Nerf Anzaplexes. You said it. I mean, if the problem is that Horde is trying to leverage these guys so they can run highways through their space, let's break up the highways. They don't need we'll make- the hot. That's the, but that's not the, that's the the whole thing to me. I, the 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 Ansiplex part of it is is secondary. It's the whole you can never blue any Imperium related group, and you can never mm. be nice to them, and you can never ask them for help ever, ever, ever. That's the thing that I think is weird because at the end of the day, it's like Gobbins not only wants to tell them that what space they can own. He wants to tell them what they can do in their space. He wants to tell them what they can't do in their space, who they can be friends with, who they can't be friends with. Gobbins is the worst boyfriend on the planet. Okay? He's yeah, the one fine. your parents tell you not to date. Hey, Twitch chat, I need you desperately to find a new joke. That's it's 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 Why I, do you think was, they're kidding, Mark? It was Why so do you think predi- they're kidding? It was so predictable. I could have written it down. I could have said, I, when I came forth from the womb, Risk, I could have said, I'm going to make this joke about nerfing Ansiplexes, and every single person in Twitch chat is going to say the exact same thing because they have, they're, they're, yes. they're, they are a hive mind that that is incapable of, of using, in like. It's not a hive mind thing. It's simply the, the obvious response to, Somebody saying something that's completely idiotic is to say something idiotic in return. So there listen, you go. listen. That's it. I'm just listen. saying. Listen. I'm just saying. Uh, listen. Do you feel like it should be okay for Horde or anybody to run a a, a super highway through space that they don't have any kind of affiliation with? Free of with, with free and clear, just run their Ansiplexes out to the far corners of the map. As long as they can get people to to you know to leverage all that space that they're not in right now, they're not they're not doing anything. In fact, other people live there. Yeah. Does that feel okay to you that they can no, just say but I, it doesn't? But that is not a game mechanics issue. That is a Gobbins issue. Is it? That's Gobbins a good question. Issue? Let let's 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 make Bear talk about this. I want to talk. Oh, Bear, what do you think Bear. about Ansiplex? I promise him. You guys don't do have this. them, so you don't have to worry about. Oh no. We Poor have Bear. recently learned that if you reinforce an Ansiplex, they can't use it. That's about all we know so far. So there far, they're, they're not too bad. You just reinforce them; they don't do anything. There you go. Hey, <laughs> how about that? How about that? How about that? I just think that. While I agree that this idea, I, I don't listen. I'm not going to pretend like I know the truth of this this story. I don't know if Gobbins is actually holding these groups over a barrel. I don't know if any of these groups actually came to talk to Asher. I don't know. None of that really makes. But a here, but but to that point, it, let me just let me just say this real quick, and then we'll go into this because I wanted to highlight this. Okay, go ahead. For the people who are arguing or claiming that this never happened, that Asher's just making it up, there's why would he do that? We can make fun of Horde as much as we want. We don't need to make things up about them. The whole idea that our leadership, that folks on the Imperium lie to their members, we don't do that. That's what they do. 
Mm. We don't need to do that. We tell folks the truth. And the idea that Gob Gobbins would never extort anybody, he did it to Brave. We had mm -hmm. Jinx on the show. We talked about it directly with him that Horde was given the exact get same line that they gave to the Southeast Agreement, giving them to B2 and Volta mm. and those guys. We'll let you stay in your space. We'll tell Fraternity to back off. We'll stop fighting. We'll pull back being Foreign Legion. But you have to never be friends with the Imperium, never ask them for help, and let us run an Ansiplex route through your space. They did the same thing to Brave. So it's not like this is something new that we've never heard Gobbin say before. Sure. I don't think... I'm just saying. I, I understand. I am not of the opinion that Asher is a liar. I've not gotten... I mean, I've, I've only spoke to him a handful he's not. of times. He doesn't. I have not gotten the impression that he's a liar. He's a goody two-shoes. He's too I'm, nice. Asher's I'm, too nice. He's the nicest I'm, guy in EVE. He's he's very nice. He's a nice guy. He's very friendly. Uh, you know, has good taste in Meta Show co-hosts. Uh, however, and I'm not just saying this because I want to continue to have this job uh, so that I don't ever have to do any other recruiting ever. But I don't think that the issue is just, I mean, it's like saying, um, you know, the, the argument between these two and whether or not it's true, whether or not it's false, whether not, it, it doesn't really matter. The problem is what Gobbins is saying is, or in theory is threatening to leverage is something that is just, it's so outlandish as to be almost unthinkable. He's talking about putting a, again, like a, like a, like an eight lane highway through the middle of space where none of his members live or interact or anything. You're talking about putting jump bridges to the far, like again, far corners of the Southeast space that his members will never go to unless goons are there for whatever reason. Right. So what is, what's the, what's the, it, 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 do we is we it know okay? what the I mean if you're gonna say what the point is the point is obvious they want to be able to get I understand fleets around is. to hit us faster I understand what the point is. and I agree that's, that that's and that's pretty fucked up right I mean we can agree that's pretty fucked I up. I don't think it's fucked up I think it's the way the game is they're just utilizing the the, the nature I mean this is in the game the so why would they of, not try to do of this? the mechanics of the game to do a but thing this that is, they probably well, yeah, should the be able to do listen Regardless of whether you want to have a conversation of, of the morality around the use of Ansiblex jump gates, the reality is this is they are in the game. This is how they work. I don't I can't hold You're it right. against this is, him this is to be trying work. to use that. At the same I time, I'm not gonna suggest just because he's trying to use these to get to our space that we should nerf them. That's mm. bullshit. Okay. He's playing the game the way that CCP designed it. That is true. That's he on is him. playing the game. Blame him CCP for it not, it, not the Gates and not CCP. I'm just saying. Okay. And Very yes, good. we can just shoot the uh, we can just shoot the answer blocks. I love All that right. hat, man. That's now, pretty good. That is a solid hat. I pretty good hat. It. Very good watch. Thanks. It's getting a little cold. It's darker. I get that. <laughs> See, I'm wearing this because it was 80 know. degrees here yesterday, and I'm like, it's January. It's 80 degrees. I had a top down on the car. I'm like, you know, maybe we're yeah, in it, Miami. I don't know. Maybe it just happened. It, it is hot here too, so I, I trust me, I get it. Anyway, anyway, all right. We're, so we're what, what we're almost at the end of the show. There was a couple, th two things that I wanted to talk about. The first thing is, uh, CCP has announced, or at least they are in the process of announcing this new Eve War for New Eden board game adaptation of oh, the Eve yeah. MMO. Now, this is a Kickstarter project 
they have already managed to get $366,000 pledged of a $45,000 goal. Pretty good. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I have not backed this yet because Mrs. Briss says I'm not allowed to spend any money right now, so maybe we'll do it later. But oh my god, this is kind of cool that this is in the process. Yeah, I mean, if you yeah. if you scroll down on this page, some of the sets that they're putting together for this, I, I've heard this described as what's that? There's there's another game that people say it's like, and I think it's, they're just saying it's because it's a, a hex board game with sci-fi elements. Uh, I cannot remember for the life of me what, what it's called. It's not one that I have played myself, but I mean, some of these sets look really cool. Uh, you know, I mean the, they have, um, you know, it is expensive, but yeah, Twilight Imperium. That's the one. Thank you. Uh, it is expensive for sure, but they also have, if you go to the very bottom, they have, I don't know if it's the very bottom or not too far down, but they have, um, some videos of reviews from people who have actually seen the game and seen how the game plays and like it feels kind of interesting i got uh, this i'm i should i should be clear i'm not big into board games myself um i've got the patience of a goldfish so this is like i i'm it's great when i have other people who can set them up and tear them down for me the playing is fine it's everything else in between that i i can't or everything else before and after i can't stand but is this the kind of thing like and look all these different you know all the different um uh, add-ons you can add to it all the different like cool stuff that they can you know all these different stretch goals like this is all very like it just feels good it doesn't feel like just some cheap easy cash grab now granted it's still an expensive game like i don't want to pretend like it's not like, it, like it's 100 so, bucks and that, i yeah. mean and that's obviously you know welcome but it's to a nice it'd be a nice thing to it's have not... like if you if you like eve this is a nice thing to have you know what i mean what i really hope this does is uh uh inspire ccp to fr- finally please god see the light of making miniatures free like not freely available but more available than they ever have been high quality miniatures titan forge does this all the time make high quality ship miniatures that people can just have around and they don't have to go through a million hoops or talk to some, you know, rando on Etsy to get them done. Like everybody who I've talked to about this says, yeah, the game looks fine, but man, I would love to have some minis like that. CCP make some money. Do yourselves a favor. My God. What else? This is the standard thing. We've always, we've been telling them forever. Yeah, I know. (laughs) One more thing. The other additional thing uh, for those of you who are been, Keeping an eye on this E-Vanguard. There is a second play test happening right now for E-Vanguard. If you have not had a chance to jump in and check it out, do that. They made a bunch of changes, I understand, to the UI. Changes to the way the game plays a little bit that hopefully will make folks a little happier about uh, what they're seeing in the game. Obviously, this is still an alpha, very early alpha, early access alpha. So check it out. I have not had a chance to do that. I got to go and grab this because I want these skins. Uh, I haven't had a chance to do it yet, but I definitely want to get them. So hopefully you will join me in checking this stuff out now. Yeah, I've heard that moving around the map, is it feels much, much better than it did during the last plane test. So that's good. Very good. Now, next week. Next week. We are off next week. Why are we off next week, Bruce? Well, there's one major reason why we're off. Because Mr. Mark Resurrectus, our man on the spot, will be in Iceland for the CSM Summit. So we're going to take next week off. I've got some real life work I've got to do. And we're going to come back the week after with our normal annual 
post CSM Summit episode. I will, still, I will still be honest on that day, by the way. What the hell? Why? It, it's two Saturdays. We leave the that the, the you guys aren't the, the coming back. You son of a no, bitch. We leave Friday. We're there the, the next Saturday because the day we get there. Right. We're there for a full week, and then we leave on Sunday. What's the well, one then, thing? Well, then well then you guys will have to CCP. do it live from there. What's the one thing I'm going to tell CCP? Jesus. Come yes. on, yeah. Come on, Mark. Come on. Mark. See, Come on. One you. thing we thank talked you, about it here. We talked ah, about it here. What's the it. one thing? Is what are you going to talk about? LP trading or is it? There you go. Yes. Yeah, so trading. Look at that. trading. Listen, I I want you. Listen, all you all my all my null babies, my my sweet sweet little goons. My sweet, sweet, darling little little babies. I want you to know, I don't actually give a shit about Ansiplexes. I, I, I know I honestly, you don't. They, they affect me zero amount, personally. Um, there are people with way more experience and knowledge than I have who can go on and on about those things, and believe me, they do. Your, lead, your, your representatives are representing you, I promise. Um, however, uh, this show is like works a lot better uh, as a as an entertainment program, when it's not just somebody here filleting brisk for like an hour, so this you is better for check you. yourself do, before you wreck yourself. I sir. do this for you, uh, but moreover, like the LP trading thing is dumb, and we need to get that addressed. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about while we're there. Among All other right. things. Anyway, I'm looking forward to that. Maybe not, we'll talk about it. Uh, when this is going down next week, I think obviously Saturday is not going to work because you guys are going to be starting into summit. And you're going to be hanging out. Maybe next Saturday we can get everybody together like we did uh, last year and do the show from the offices. Oh, yeah. Check that out. Ask the guys if they want to do that. That would be fun. Oh yeah. In other words, last thing before we get out of here tonight at 9 PM here on INN King Wolf is going to be streaming. They're going to be playing a new game and they're going to be giving away a Logitech giveaway. So please, Tune in tonight to watch King Wolf and the Boys stream, 9 p.m. Eastern Freedom Time. That is, uh, what, oh, 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 I think midnight o Eve time, if I am not. Oh, 200 Eve time. Is it oh, 200? Oh, 200 yes. Eve time. There yes. you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Meta Show for January the 27th, 2024, the 10th anniversary of the Battle of BTECR, one of the biggest fights in the history of EVE Online. 10 years it's been. I want to thank Mark Resurrectus, as always, for joining us. And Bear the Cares from Mimitar Fleet Alliance, thank you for being here. I appreciate hey, you. Keep up the good work. We want to hear all about more fun stuff that's happening in Providence over the next couple of months. I'm Brisker Ball. This has been The Meta Show. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. And you stay classy. New Eden.